Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, May 20th. I'm Wayne Pratt. This is The Gateway. A deep-pocketed investor is pumping millions of dollars into a small St. Charles County town with the goal of making it the next prominent wine region in the country that has some in the area weighing the pros and cons of the change underway in Augusta. Do you think that this Hoffman experience is going to be good for Augusta? The answer would be yes. Do you think this Hoffman experience will be bad for Augusta? The answer would be yes. We will examine the transition underway in Missouri wine country in just a few minutes. Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft wants the General Assembly to go into extra time to deal with some of his priorities. That's after lawmakers failed to pass any meaningful election administration legislation during the regular 2021 session. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. Missouri lawmakers did not pass bills resuscitating the state's government-issued photo ID law or measures to make constitutional amendments more difficult to pass. Ashcroft is joining other GOP officials in calling for Governor Mike Parson to convene a special session on the issue. Even though some Republican leaders say they can handle those election-related items next year, Ashcroft doesn't find that argument convincing. This is something that I believe is not only important to the people, but it's important to the future of the state. We should go ahead and do it and not be worried about the politics of whether we do it this year or next year. Lawmakers will definitely be back this year for special sessions on a medical provider tax and congressional redistricting. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. Ashcroft made the comments on Politically Speaking, which is available at stlpr.org. Centene's chief executive officer is again hinting he might move the company's St. Louis area headquarters out of the state. Michael Nydorf calls Missouri a, quote, embarrassment after lawmakers did not fund voter-approved Medicaid expansion. Nydorf says his company is the largest Medicaid provider in the U.S. and operates in a state that he says, quote, frowns on his business. He also tells the trade publication health payer specialist, why am I in this state? Centene announced an expansion last year in North Carolina instead of St. Louis, citing crime concerns. The Illinois State Board of Education has approved a resolution to require in-person learning in the fall. Students have been largely learning from home during the pandemic. Advocacy groups say the change is coming too soon. Large Unit District Association John Berkey says quickly going back to pre-pandemic learning would be a missed opportunity. We need schools to have the flexibility to put students at the appropriate place on the continuum that's most beneficial for them. The resolution allows for remote learning for students under quarantine and those not eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. A program at St. Patrick's Center that houses at-risk homeless women in St. Louis will soon be able to care for more residents. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, the program provides services for women struggling with mental health issues and substance abuse. Deanne Phillips came to St. Patrick's Center about a year ago from a tent encampment near the Mississippi River. Since then, she says, staff with the Women's Night program have helped her get a Social Security card, health care, and a birth certificate. And she's hoping to move into permanent housing in a few months. I've came a long way since last year. You know, and now I'm able to help others 
that come in here. The 20 bed program has been completely full during the pandemic, but after a recent building renovation, they can now house up to 30 women at a time, mostly in private rooms. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Leaders of the Muni say the outdoor theater in Forest Park will return to action in July after skipping last season because of the pandemic. The Muni will kick off a five-show season July 26th. Managing Director Kofi Coleman says the theater could lose $2 million with this shortened season. It's a loss that we can sustain uh, in order to bring theater back and bring people back to work. We know that we can uh, financially take that hit while we've gone through that budgeting process. The Muni employs more than 700 people each year. And in another sign of a return to a somewhat normal life, the Cardinals say they will be at full capacity at Bush Stadium June 14th. A big-time investor is laying down a huge bet that Missouri wine will be the next big thing. The gamble is playing out in a small St. Charles County community where people are wrestling with the promise of much-needed investment and a desire to maintain a slower pace of life. Augusta has a population of about 300. Usually not too much happens in this sleepy little community in the picturesque rolling hills of St. Charles County, but that is changing thanks to an investor who grew up in nearby Washington. We have zero plans to knock anything down. That's David Hoffman, who along with his wife and fellow Washington native Jerry, runs the Hoffman family of companies. We're just restoring them back to their natural beauty, I think, and that's really kind of what we're known for is doing that. In the past few months, the Hoffmans have purchased four wineries, six vineyards, and 13 buildings in downtown Augusta with plans for more. He says keeping the charm is key, and they have plenty of experience. The Hoffmans have completed similar revitalizations in Naples, Florida, Winnetka, Illinois, and Avon, Colorado. We kind of go into an area and really invest in that area heavily. We put in the infrastructure and other things to make that happen. Plans for a hotel, spa, and golf course are part of the more than $100 million the Hoffmans are pumping into the Augusta area with the goal of making it like Napa, California. But maintaining the ambiance of Augusta is important to many who choose to live there. Joe Brazel represents the area on the St. Charles County Council. We could use improvements, there's no doubt about that, but it's like to make a complete change from Augusta to Napa is a pretty big demand, you know. So the first reaction was somewhat concerning, to be quite honest about it. He says there is also a desire for more details, especially about the location of the proposed hotel and golf course. Brazel says those specifics usually come out in the public zoning process, which has not been followed. Hoffman says they have been forthcoming with information and secured all necessary permits. Despite any concerns, Brazel sees plenty of positives with the Hoffmans coming in. He runs an area company and admits sometimes the view of Joe, the county council member, kind of conflicts with Joe, the businessman. Do you think that this Hoffman experience is going to be good for Augusta? The answer would be yes. Do you think this Hoffman experience will be bad for Augusta? The answer would be yes. One of the four winery owners who sold to the Hoffmans is Chuck Dressel. His family operated Mount Pleasant Estates from 1992 until last month. Dressel says the family shed a few tears over the decision, but realized it was the right time to give up ownership. And he stayed on as manager. I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to see, you know, this dream and these visions 
you know, of a greater Augusta coming to light. And I was excited and I jumped at the opportunity when they asked me to stay on. I said, you bet. Dressel says there have been strong signs that Augusta needed a huge boost. I remember leaving work on a very busy October Saturday and all of the downtown commercial businesses were either closed up or were permanently closed. And I thought, this is a bad sign. He says three weeks after that, the Hoffmans started their massive investment. And store owner Vic Brown says he's eager to see more people come through town. He owns Gallery Augusta, an art and furniture shop in the heart of the town. Brown says people will always be attracted to the natural beauty of the area. And I don't know that whatever Mr. Hoffman does is really going to change the countryside as such. I mean, your journey just coming here is a beautiful journey. And when you sit at a winery, it's still a beautiful view. Another big selling point for Brown is Hoffman's plans to create about 300 jobs. He says that provides an option for children and grandchildren to find employment in an area that seemed to be struggling less than a year ago. Thanks to Maria Altman for editing that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.